Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jeffrey, you're not going to believe their lies, are you? The secret to becoming like these top 1% men is not what it seems. Adonis. Adonis has to sit young Jeffrey down and tell him the truth because there is so much bullshit out there. Come sit on my lap, Jeffrey, and let me tell you about the truth. <laughs> Yo, Adonis is turning kind of freaky now. <laughs> and then there's you. I remember a few years ago when I really wanted to become successful. I was tired of being broke. I'm waking up. And the first thing I'm doing is scrolling on my phone, jacking off in the toilet, going over to the computer in my apartment and just watching these videos on how to be productive, how to improve your life. And all of these videos are telling me that balance and moderation is key, that you should take days off, that you should only work a few hours a day. And I did the worst thing possible. I followed that advice. And so I'd work for an hour or two a day and then start smoking weed and jacking off and playing video games. I'd go to the gym twice a week and take multiple days off and call them rest days. I'd eat clean maybe, just maybe for one day. And then I'd have a cheat day, not meal, cheat day the day afterwards, telling myself, well, you know, in moderation, everything in, in balance, right? Do you think I made any progress? And in fact, you know what? I've recommended a book to you so many times. It's not The Way of the Superior Man. There's a book that I've recommended. It's called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And that was actually the first book that I read as like an adult. The 4-Hour Workweek, right? I read this book, which basically talks about eliminating and minimizing some of your work hours because that should get you more productive. That should get you more results. And I implemented those principles whilst I was still a degenerate and I created absolutely no success it was only when I started doing the opposite of what the big sort of soft pussy weak narrative is and I started working to the point that people thought it was bad for me. That's when I started getting the success that I wanted all this time. This is what I've realized about these top 1% men that you look up to, these really successful guys. They have really unhealthy balances and I'm putting my fingers like this because to the modern world, to like the 99% of unsuccessful people, 
this is going to seem unhealthy and unnatural and unsustainable. And yet this is how the men who you look up to have gotten the success. I promise you, there is no man that you look up to who genuinely had the one hour of video games per day kind of balance. What they did instead was hyper focused periods of work where they lived like absolute monks and all they did was just work for genuinely 12 hours a day. And then they did hyper focused periods of like degeneracy and partying. This is what I've seen with every single successful person I've known. It might not be full on degeneracy. Like, you know, they might like there's some successful people who aren't degenerate, but they still have this split, which is so different to the average person. Because if you're honest right now, what is your split? What does your balance look like? You go to school or you work on your business or career, you go to the gym, and then you have the balance by taking an hour or two off watching videos like this and, you know, being like semi-productive. And you're already like, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to shit talk you because you're making a fuck ton of progress. If your time off from like the grind is learning, you're already surpassed 99% of people, honestly. But remember the days when we were Jeffries, when after we'd finished the thing that we needed to do, like school or work, that's when we thought to ourselves, okay, well, we need to break, right? We need to have time off, right? That modern propaganda kept us like weak Jeffries all of our lives because we did that. And our lives never improved. Why? Why did our lives never improve when we had this kind of ba like daily balance where we did a few hours of work and a few hours of fucking around on video games? Because that's what almost everyone else was doing. And for you to create success, especially at those lower, like the earlier levels, it's all about competing against other guys and, and just doing the, the sheer amount of like volume work that's required. What I've noticed about these guys that you look up to, they don't have daily balance like everyone else. They don't have the hour of video games or the YouTube videos or anything like that. They have what I call the imbalance method where they'll have extreme periods of doing the one thing without any balance, then extreme periods of doing something else without any balance. And over the long term, like over an entire year, they've probably got about the same balance as you do. But it's just that they've got an extreme momentum in that thing in like the season. So for example, Alex Mosey does this, Alex Mosey, Eam, and all these guys do this. They'll go extreme with work, for example. They'll wake up and work for about 12 hours a day, almost every day of the week for weeks, for months. Iman talks about going on his monk mode protocol and I've seen him literally like m motherfucker just works all day. When I met him in, in Dubai, even when we were going to the gym and even when we went to a party, still then in the Uber, he's still working on his phone. He's still replying to like 10 different people. We get there and it's like, he, I could tell that like he only took me to the party because we were getting content and stuff, but he didn't actually want to be there. He was in like a work mode during that time. When you see these guys who look like they're living it up and you're know, Tate's on this yacht and Eman's at these parties, what you're not seeing is like they're still in work mode at those points. They know that they're getting some great content when they do that. And even then, if you go and look up videos of like Andrew Tate going onto a yacht, what is he always carrying? A laptop and a phone? So they, they might go and do some of their work in a slightly more fun place, but even then they're still in work mode. And then the lies that have been told to you, not by these guys, but what's interesting is, you know, there's that narrative, you know what I'm talking about, right? The narrative of like, oh, have balance and take time off and all this, right? And I seem crazy for talking about this, right? That advice is given to you either 
by people who aren't even successful. So there's an absolute fucking loser who's commenting, or like who's messaging you or who's talking about you saying that you need to like rest from the gym and take time off and stuff, right? And he's not even successful. Or unfortunately, it's actually from successful, intelligent people who are just not acting in their usual intelligent way when they give this advice, because this is how success works. You want to know? You have to go extreme for at least a few years. You have to put in those 12 hour days. After that, once you've reached a massive level of success and you're making 10, $50,000 per month, that's when it starts paying off for you to really start to like add more balance, more sleep and everything. This sounds crazy. And I'm sure that like loads of people will re react to this and say like, oh yeah, right, dude, you should, you don't live a wholesome life and stuff. This is how every guy that I've ever discovered and every guy that you watch for certain has got it. You go extreme unhealthy mode where you just focus on the, the big goal that you want to like really dial in on for a few years. And after achieving a lot of that goal, that's when you get the space to then add more breaks and, and rest. Now, certainly you can argue, but like health is important to get those results. And it absolutely is. But you will not build the muscle if you don't hit that workout. You will not make the money if you don't actually do the work. So if these things are your actual goals, as much as I would rather you prioritize your health, because I think that's a better goal to have, the truth is like, what is your health for if not for the, your impact in this world? And what is decreasing your health if not the fact that you haven't achieved these goals that mean a lot to you? I thought this yesterday, you know, because th this is like my dilemma, right? No offense. I, I hope this doesn't make you sound bad, but like I've surpassed my audience significantly. I started making these videos when I was completely broke. I was a low status, unemployed young man. Now, the amount of success that I've gotten is, is fairly unrelatable to 99.9% .9 of humanity, not just of the men who watch me, of humans who have ever existed. The amount of like wealth, resources and status that I've gained is insane, right? And you know what I've realized getting to this level now? For me to get to the next level from where I am, it requires me to change up everything. That hard, disciplined, David Goggins kind of grind mode that I used to have is no longer productive. Now it's more about me sitting and thinking about a decision for days, for weeks. It's, it's more about me only working about two or three hours a day and spending more time literally like with my girlfriend, spending more time with my family, being in bed for 10 hours a day. It's not as cool, discipline, you know, hardcore stuff. This is the weird discipline for me to get to the next level is to make sure I am supremely healthy so that I don't make any stupid mistakes or stupid decisions. Now, imagine if I gave this advice to you. Imagine if I told you, oh, bro, working hard's not even that important. You've got to make sure that you, you're, you know, you're um, sitting around for hours a day and journaling and stuff. Imagine if I told this to you. When, when I was at your level, I was working 10 hours, 12 hours a day. That's how I got here. So this is like the fallacy of the successful, educated people who give you advice saying like, oh, you should focus on having balance in your life. They don't remember what got them to that level. Almost every successful, intelligent, wholesome person who tells you to get balance has experienced burnout and they got successful through those periods. It's only when you've built up like such a great foundation of success, that's when you need to stop prioritizing your health and everything else afterwards. This sounds crazy because I'm telling you not to prioritize your health at this point.
it sounds absolutely stupid and I can't believe it, like I'm giving this advice but this is how you actually achieve the goals that you want you work on them like a fucking dog through these earlier levels you grind them out and you work harder than everyone else because at these levels that you are at I'm assuming you're at the skill needed for you to get to the next level is literally just about your ability to work super super fucking hard and it's not gonna be easy I can tell you the stories that I used to work 12 hour days but it's like through those moments you still have so much critical thinking you're still constantly like questioning yourself but this is how that success is made it's made through those brutal workouts when you're in the gym and it's been one and a half hours and you've still got some random fucking muscle like the rear delts that you've not hit yet and you just want to go home it's made through workouts like that it's only when a guy's already built a physique and that's when he tells you wholesome things like oh but you only need to go to the gym three times a week but he's not remembering that he went to the gym six times a week for two hours at a time for like six years and now he can maintain with three workouts a week so me telling you oh but you only need to work a few hours a day is like it's just unintelligent because i had to work 10 plus hours a day to get here now i only like should work a few hours a day to make sure that i'm doing like all those other things that i need to do to get to the next level but if you're not at that place where i'm at right now then you need to be going through the same levels that i went through which is that extreme dedication. It is those monk mode periods. Like I've seen people who talk critical of like the monk mode periods online and say like, oh, you know, the self-improvement thing where people are getting too serious and people are ditching their old friends. And that's not how you become like, you know, you don't get the wholesome life from that. Basically people who are disagreeing with this message. And first of all, I'm just thinking, okay, this guy's unintelligent because he's saying that you shouldn't stop being friends with losers. You absolutely should. If you've got crab friends, if you've got Jeffrey friends, and they're not going anywhere in life, you are literally, like, you are disrespecting yourself by being around people that you know are literally not even good human beings. And especially if they're even slightly disrespectful to you when you're trying to be healthy and when you're trying to, like, improve your life and get success. If these people don't support your goals and the person you want to become, you should absolutely get rid of them. You know how, like, pissed I am? that even on my own subreddit, so Reddit is like a social media platform, right? And I have like my own page on there. Even on my own subreddit, fucking crabs, little Jeffreys were coming in and giving advice to the guys asking for, you know, advice on there and telling them to disagree with my advice, telling them, no, you should still be friends with the guys who are playing video games, who are losers and mean to you. I saw this happening recently. I was like, what the hell is like this weird modern advice that's being given out to these young men? You want that success, don't you? You want to achieve these big goals. You want to retire your family. You want to get up to 10K a month. It's not going to come from these wholesome days where you spend an hour playing video games. It's really not. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
It's going to come from you working like a fucking animal. It's going to come from you genuinely. This sounds weird, but it's going to come from you experiencing burnout. You know why? I actually really hope you experience burnout and the symptoms of overtraining soon as a young man. You know why? Because if you experience these things, that's when you'll know your limits. Probably 90% of men have never even faced their limits before. They have never come face to face with their potential, their capacity for training. How can you ever even like feel like a man if you don't even know what you're capable of? You don't even know yourself. As a young man, it sounds so weird for me to give you this advice. I hope that you work so fucking hard that you do get burnt out and then after that, you never cross that limit again. Imagine this is your real, genuine capacity. Most men have only been this high. They've never even seen themselves before. What I want you to do is to experience going above that and going beyond it to the point that you're sick and unhealthy and then get below it and stay here for the rest of your life. Now you know what your limits are. I know what my fucking limits are because I burnt out and yeah, it's unhealthy, but now I'll never get burnt out again because I know where that limit is. I know what the symptoms are. For me, it's like, it's very specific things that I know about myself that 99% of the population don't know. I know the exact symptoms of when I'm about to burn out and I can spot it and I can take more time off. The people who tell you the balance is key, you don't want to burn out. They've never even burnt out before and so they don't even know the advice that they're giving you. You should go and overtrain to the point that you maybe even get an injury or that you don't even recover in the gym and all the little fitness bodybuilders are going to get angry at this. But the reason why this is productive is because if you do it when you're young, it's not going to be that damaging. Then you'll always fucking know. You'll always know where that limit is. I know exactly how much weight I can increase on the bar every single week because I've done too much accidentally and injured myself. And now I'm always cautious. This boils down to just just being a healthy boy that you're probably, your, no offense, your single mother like ruined for you. When our fathers were either not in the home or they were just working too far away from the home having to provide, our mothers basically raised us and they raised us to be little pussies. And you know what we needed as, as, as boys? We needed more boo-boos. We needed more little injuries. We needed the kind of injuries that our father would have watched us get like we fall off from the bike. He would have chuckled and told us and asked us like a nice question of like, how could you make sure that doesn't happen again? But we didn't have like daddy's like wholesome fulfillment there. We had mummy's anxiety. And so when we fell off our bike, she told us to never go that fast again. We needed more, more failures and mistakes as children to show us, okay, that's the capacity of our skills. Let's avoid that next time. When you haven't had that kind of experience, that masculine father who, who took you through like trials and tribulations, which most of us didn't, you start like operating so low beyond your masculine potential because your fucking mother and your education system, the school with fat female teachers raised you. You don't even know yourself. This is why I think the imbalance method is so good for young men. Work super fucking hard in these years when it's like, honestly, you're kind, you really are like invincible. Like if you're watching this 18, 19, 20 years old, you really are invincible. You can get unhealthy right now and bring yourself back to health, no problem. You can like burn out in your work and then bring yourself back from that a week later, no problem. The guys who haven't experienced overtraining or burnout when they're 18 years old, 19, 20 years old, the guys who experience those things when they're 30 or 40, fuck me, they never come back from it. It's good to experience being f hungry and literally physically hungry and broke when you're 20, 21 years old. 
because you you like it, you need this extreme imbalance, this exposure to show you what life's about. Because you don't want to be the guy who's never experienced like extreme fucking poverty, and then having to experience that when he's 35, 40 years old, and now genuinely suicidal. I have been broke. I have been physically hungry as an adult, but I was all I was genuinely born in poverty. I was literally born in poverty to the point that I was hungry and malnourished and my bones didn't grow the way they were, they, were, they were supposed to. Maybe that's something you never knew about me. I was literally fucking born in poverty. My parents were hungry to try and feed me and I still didn't even get the nutrients that I needed to the point that when I was a child, like my knees caved inwards. I had like this condition called rickets and I was so fucking skinny. If you saw pictures of me when I was like two, three years old, I was so skinny because I literally didn't have enough calories. Now that's obviously like, it's not a good thing. You want to avoid that, especially for your own children. But imagine never experiencing that kind of hardship up until you're 35, 40 years old. Now you've got children and a wife. I know that I can get through the dark days because I have. I know that you can do it because you have been through those dark, like that self-improvement depression day. So, you know, let's be honest. 10 years from now, you might get end up getting like another porn addiction out of nowhere. Let's say you're really good on NoFap. There's a chance, if you're not going to bullshit yourself, there's a chance that 10 years from now in whatever happens, you know, you didn't get enough sunlight for a month and the, the girl broke up with you, whatever, that you end up getting kind of like addicted to porn, let's say 10 years from now. I'm glad that you were addicted to porn a few years ago because when you do eventually face that again, you're going to be able to get yourself out of it. The same with if you've had low testosterone or if you've been like a fat, skinny, fat, chubby kid and you got yourself out of it. You've got that skill set inside of you, like like riding a bike and never goes away. So why not go and get the same skill set of being able to work hard as fuck? You know, this was a thought I had once. Like soon I'm going to have children, right? I'm going to literally have like the some of the most pressure you could have as a man. I'm going to have children probably late next year or, or early 2025. If I lose it all, let's say all the money, all the success, and I have to provide for my family, this is something that me and my woman know. I can lock myself in a room for a couple of months and I'll come out with over $100,000 cash easy. It'd be extremely difficult for me to ever be below $10,000 a month now for the rest of my life. To, it, like, it's, it would be very absurd for me to not be a top 1% earner of every human in the world because I have the skill of knowing that I can lock myself in a room and fucking work because I've proven that to myself. So whilst this video seems really unhealthy, think about this weird counter philosophy here where I have that certainty and that stress-free pressure. Now, whilst this video seems like this weird, unhealthy message that I'm giving you, think about how powerful this is for me, how stress-free I am, knowing that I have this skill, this experience, this capability. I'm not stressed about work or about money anymore because I've experienced those 12-hour workdays and I know exactly how to do them. So if I lost everything, all the subscribers, everything, and I had to start again, I know that I could do that because I've been able to like get to that speed before. That means that now in my business, I'm no longer operating out of stress. I'm no longer like staying up late trying to, you know, do the last few tasks because I know that I can do it that because I have done them. So this is my specific, like really detailed advice to you, this young, ambitious man.
do what the successful people did to get to their level, not what they advise to do right now. This is actually one of my greatest weaknesses as like a leader, teacher, you know, me sharing these lessons to you is think about it from my perspective and also like, you know, that relates to everyone else who's giving you advice, YouTubers, authors, everything, right? Where I am in life right now, I need to do different things to improve my life than you need to do, than I needed to do years ago. And so my mind is currently filled with the kinds of teachings that I need to do, which for example is like work no more than two to three hours a day. And so naturally when a young man asks me for advice, it's quite difficult for me to step outside of my own bias and give you the real advice that you need. You do not need to follow the same things that I'm doing right now. You need to follow the same things that I did probably a few years ago. And those were those long, hard days. And I was certainly, I did something really good. I never really took a massive hit to my my health doing those big work days. I still always went to bed at the right time. I never once sacrificed sleep at all and I still don't but that's like a really good habit I've always had just because I've always kind of I'm not I'm not stupid let's be honest there's stupid successful people out there who sacrifice sleep and the same for like bodybuilders who you know there's this thing of like some guys will wake up in the middle of the night to have protein shakes that's absolutely like stupid when you're double digits or above which obviously you are you know the sleep is so is so important so I never sacrificed sleep for this but I did sacrifice things like social connection I did sacrifice like friendships I did sacrifice relationships I had like loving relationships that I broke off just so I could focus on work. I had the ability to go and travel around the world. And whilst I did do some of that over the last few years, I didn't do even half as much as I possibly could have. I could have spent so much more time with fun friends and I could have spent more, more like relaxing time playing video games, but I cut all of that off to focus on my craft. I literally just focused on like one main thing these last few years, my work, creating wealth for my family. And the amount of success that we've gotten now is insane because I was able to discipline myself to do that. And so you should copy those steps, not what I'm doing now. This is what I'm seeing Eman do. This is what I'm seeing Andrew Tate do. This is what I'm seeing all these guys do. And this is what one thing I really like about like Eman Gaichi, Andrew Tate. They actually have a really good awareness of what it took to get to their level and they know who they're speaking to. And so when they give advice to the young men of their audiences, they tell them exactly the same steps that they had to when they were in the audience's position. This is what I dislike about a lot of like wholesome professionals and, you know, like cute pussies basically who will tell you that balance is key and stuff because those same people, those like cute authors and, you know, the wholesome, healthy people, they had years of working 12 hour days, burn out everything. That's what got them to success, but they won't tell you to do that. They'll tell you to do what they're doing now, which is unrelatable to you. You shouldn't be taking the days off. If you're a young man and let's say your biggest goal right now is your physique, you shouldn't be training three fucking days a week. That's stupid. Any like fitness guy who's trying to sell you a program, it's just like, you know, that works for a guy who's already in shape, who's already a bit older and it's no longer his big fucking goal. If the biggest thing in your life right now is building a physique that you're proud of, be in the gym every single day. Yeah, sure, you should train smart. You shouldn't injure yourself. You should, you know, like program it in a way that your muscles are recovered. And there's going to be so many cringe bodybuilders, 25, like you're 40 years old who have been in the industry for 10, 20, 30 years and their own bias is stopping them from remembering how they trained to get to that level 10 years ago. Basically, everyone who's built an incredible physique, like young guys who haven't taken steroids, who haven't got amazing genetics, has done it with training five to six days a week, not just like oh, heavy compound lifts, but doing a bunch of isolations, especially for like those smaller attractive muscles, like the lateral delts, the neck, abs, 
But when someone's reached the point of success and they've been there for so long, they forgot what it took to get them there. And then you can ask yourself, well, when do I get to enjoy myself? If I'm working 12 hours a day, when do I get to enjoy myself? This is exactly what the imbalance method is. They work super hard, but obviously that's not sustainable all year round. And so they do these intensive periods for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. And then they also have an intensive like step away from work. Well, to be honest, these guys, usually they can never really step away from work, but like, you know, it's supposed to be like, basically it's an intensive few weeks of them just like traveling, partying, being with women, taking a bunch of like drugs and stuff. And obviously I don't think you should do the unhealthy drug stuff or degenerate stuff, but this is exactly what I've seen in these like high, high tier 1% successful men. And it's also what I do. I don't really do it with like a lot of degeneracy or drugs or anything like that. And in the last like year or so, I've not really done any kind of drugs or degeneracy, that type of shit, right? I did in my first few years. I won't lie to you. Not, not so much drugs, but like I did a lot of degenerate shit in my first like one to two years of success and not so much anymore because my goal is fatherhood. So there's no point in me being a degenerate anymore when like I've got my clear sight on like having my first child within a like two years max, right? But even then what I'll do is have extreme periods of focus of hard work followed by at least a couple of days, if not even some weeks of me basically like not really working at all. So what works for me, which might work for you through these hard like periods of work, the, the point that you're at, is basically work hard all month, seven days a week, keeping up some good self-improvement habits, sleep, whatever, right? But work like 12 hours a day. And then the last few days of the month, take that completely off, even from technology and do things like go on a massive road trip, go explore your city, go into like the, the city center, book a hotel for two, three days and just go like travel around. I like to go on road trips for, with my girlfriend. So this year when I worked really fucking hard and I was working 12 hour days and I wasn't even getting haircuts, you know, I was really extreme monk mode. Every month me and her would go away for about three or four days where I'd basically turn my phone off and we'd just drive all across the country, like across UK, we'd go to Scotland and we'd just like stop at a bunch of like cafes and, and get food and, and do like fun activities. And I'd just be so detached away from work, from technology for a few days. And I'd come back or even before I'd come back, usually on the last day of the road trip, I'd really want to go back to work again. I was getting so many ideas. And so that, that was like an extreme, but like, wholesome, healthy refresher for me. The final thing I just want to say to you, you're on a path which is very different from the majority of people. And so just be careful of the advice that you're taking, because if we're honest, you're nothing like 99% of people. We're not. Like if you're here watching this kind of video, instead of scrolling on TikTok, instead of playing video games, instead of like fapping or watching some like entertainment content, there's not many people who are like this. So being on this path myself for the last few years and giving it all my all, what I can say to you is like the life that you want, it absolutely does come from being on this path. The amount of success that you can create, but not only that, the fulfillment you get from reaching your potential as, as not even a man, just as a human being is just incredible. So I'm excited for you to go down this path because you get to really know who you are and your potential. The success that you create and the money that you make and the fame that you like, you know, the status that you get from like, if you do YouTube or whatever, those things are all nice, but becoming a more capable man is the best part of the journey. And I really think the imbalance method is the way to do it for at least the first few years of this journey. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.